Euzubillahimineşşeytanirracim Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin ve salatu ve selam eşrefe mürselin Seyyidina ve Mevlana Muhammed el-Mustafa sallallahu aleyhi ve sellem Medyesiyli ya Resul-i Kerim, ya Habibül Azim, unzur halerine ve işfelerine ve abidini ve mededekum ve mezarekum Medyesiyli ya Sultanin Avliya Meşgabdeli Feyzi Dağistani, Sadaşı Muhammed Nazım Adil Hakani Medyesiyli ya Mevlana Şeyh-i Şankıbani, unzur halerine ve işfelerine ve abidini ve mededekum ve mezarekum İnşallah hadil meclis to be upon us and to save us. We took a path in which to be nothing, to deflate as much as possible and to try to reach as close as possible to the love of Sayyidina Muhammad which is the love of the Divinely Presence. And we live in a time and age where a reminder for myself is that everybody wants to be a sultan. Everybody wants to be the one, everybody wants to be a person to be over people, to be ruling over people, to be controlling over people, to have a responsibility over people. And a reminder from myself, from Mawlana Shaykh's teaching that in our way it's not an easy title that to be responsible or to ask Allah for a sense of responsibility that I want to be over a community, over a tariqah, over a region, over a country. Whatever it is that you're asking for from dunya they won't control and the characteristics of dunya people they won't control for the sake of control. And in today's world when they take control they don't even care about the people that they're dealing with. They don't feed them, they don't clothe them, they don't take care of them. They basically take whatever they got and put into their bank accounts. This is dunya characteristic whether it's for politics, whether it's for religion, whether it's for whatever purposes they think they're serving that the characteristic is just for the title and they don't care for the people. And Mawlana Shaykh's reminder from Prophet is to be a Qatim al-Ummah, to be a servant for the nation of Sayyidina Muhammad bi qudam rasul to be servant of Sayyidina Muhammad is the service of Allah and the reminding of the character of one whom Allah is going to bestow a ahad, a, a covenant with that servant. That Allah will ask that servant that if I'm going to bestow my favours upon you, my realities upon you, a, a title upon you, what is it that you're wanting from that? 
and those whom accompanied perfected shaykhs, they taught them that your whole life and all your prayers is that, Ya Rabbi let me be of service to the nation of Sayyidina Muhammad And they view the nation of Prophet the nation of all the Prophets. They make no distinction and their associations are not limited to any particular type of people, race of people, colour of people. They live a life of service of whatever Allah gave to them, they serve the people with what they've been given. It's not about making a title for yourself and then not caring for the people so then they showed by example. Our example is Mawlana Shaykh Hisham Kabani Siru. Seventy-two books, thousands of web pages, thousands of articles teaching that whatever Allah bestowed upon me and my heart, my life was to be of service to Sayyidina Muhammad be service to the nation of Sayyidina Muhammad Means that that is the food and the sustenance of the soul of people. That what you get from Allah feed them. And there are people who feed the body, alhamdulillah, and there are people who feed the souls of people through their knowledges, through their character and their teachings. That is the rizq and sustenance for the soul. When you hear a haqqaiq and you hear a reality and you hear a teaching that goes directly to your soul. That which you don't know how you can ask for it. But that which that's why Prophet taught that seek knowledge even all the way to Qin. Means live a life in which you seek knowledge because this knowledge as soon as you hear it you go to sleep your soul understood a reality. Your body got out of the way, your soul is travelling to the throne of the Divinely Presence. Say, Ya Rabbi I heard this and it doesn't matter the age of the soul. They sleep with wudu, you go to bed, the soul is moving under Arshul Rahman and say, Ya Rabbi I heard this. And Allah said, you heard it? Swim in the oceans of its reality. Allah Kareem. Allah doesn't make a difference and say, no you're different, you're like this, you're like that. So our life was to seek out knowledges and they became and they taught us in our life that those knowledges are a food and a sustenance for people. So how you can be a spiritual leader and when it comes time to the holy months you don't put anything out for the people that you are over. That when it comes time for a holy day you don't put a awrad, you don't put a zikr, you don't put an etiquette, you don't put a single sustenance out for your people to be taking from if they're the people that you're concerned with. You don't put a book out, you don't put a knowledge out, you don't put a single thing out. Then what is it that you wanted from the people? And that's they come to teach. There's so many people with these titles and it comes Muharram and nobody put out an awrad except those whom we know and they are consistently that is their life, that is the teaching that we inherited. That was Mawlana Shaykh Hisham's way, that what Allah gave to you, He only gave it so that you put it back out into the nation of Sayyidina Muhammad And by means of that if, if, you are, if you are trying to take a path of piety and you've been given a reality, oh my gosh holy month of Muharram is opening, these tajalis are opening, these awrads that my shaykh gave to me. If you believe like that, aren't you supposed to wound for your brother what you've been given for yourself?
And they feel that, they feel ashamed that how could they do a, a zikr and etiquette, how could they observe a holy night and they don't share that with their brothers and sisters. What, to get all of it for yourself? Or is it that you don't care that they're eating? And that's because this is a very important analogy. Imagine that you get fat with your food and people around you are not eating. When Amir al-Mu'mineen Sayyidina Umar al-Farooq became Amir al-Mu'mineen, he cried. He said, now the responsibility of this nation been shifted to me. And what I was doing for myself, now Allah going to call me to account, Ya Umar, these people I've put under your responsibility. Are they eating? Are they drinking? Are they sick? Are they well? What is the condition of these people? Means with that reality, with that logic, with that understanding they cared for the people. Now which is more important to Allah physical food and spiritual food or spiritual food? Spiritual. The spiritual food that dresses the soul for all of eternity. Then what do you think the holy companions felt at that time? Of what been taught to them was their entire obligation to continuously convey it. And they left, they lived a life of service. They served the people, they taught the people. From whatever realities, whatever knowledges, whatever Prophet conveyed to them, to their darajats, they conveyed out to people to be of service. So they opened for us the feeding of people, not only physical, but what they give of their spiritual realities. It's not easy to put people together and convey knowledge. It's not easy to put people together, bring them together, encourage them to make websites and encourage them to type articles, encourage them to put together books, encourage them to put together television shows. For what? Because that knowledge, that food has to be disseminated to the people. Because Khadim Rasul and to be a servant of the nation of Sayyidina Muhammad if you stay quiet and you don't disseminate, shaitan is quickly moving right behind with the Hizbu shaitan and all of their awful teachings that are filled with hate and they come against the love of Sayyidina Muhammad So it has a tremendous reality of food, it's a sustenance. What Allah describes in Surah Al-Ihsan, Surah 76 verse 8 Shaykh, your, your recitation better than mine. If I recite they'd be scared. Shaykh Shahzad, Bismillah, 76 8, Surah Al-Ihsan verse 8 Shaykh. Or we can put Abdul Basit. That my color? Which mic? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you Bismillahir Rahmanir they feed you from what they love because this is a description of these rijalullah. From Surat Al-Ihsan because 
the perfection of character Allah won't as a reminder. This is not to glorify oneself, we are nothing but donkeys. But this is a reminder for those of us on the path, our life is to propagate knowledge. Our life is to be of service. A life that not propagating knowledge, not being of service is wasted in Allah's eyes. It was a life of self-glorification and self uh, taking care of only the self. And they never reached to their amanat, their ahad, their covenant with Allah And what Allah describes of these servants that they feed you not the garbage but what they love. They love what they received with blood, sweat and tears in the way of Allah through their struggling, through their striving, how much they fought against themselves and their desires. And, and whatever Allah put of difficulty upon their path and many who are on this path they know what difficulty means and what testing means and what you want it doesn't come and you have to have sabr and wait and wait and wait through all sorts of testings. And Allah said, they feed you from what they love. I mean feed you what? Kebabs and chicken downstairs? That's by means of that food barakah coming into the body. That's why they have to make the barakah to be appealing. If they put barakah in, in pieces of tofu and just said, here has like a huge barakah, eat the tofu, he said, I'm not going to eat that shaykh, doesn't look appealing to me. So even the rahmah of Allah's barakah, they have to package it in all sorts of nice things to eat. Mushkil gushat, you know, just a few nuts in the story of Mushkil gushat. They would say, go to the nut store, bring some nuts for me, I make du'a upon it and take away all your difficulties. Look at Allah's rahmah. Now Mushkil Gushad has chocolate, has raisins, has rice, has uh, coffee, has latte, has tea. Everything as a means because they want to feed you from what Allah bestowed upon them. But higher is to the soul. They live a life in which to propagate to the soul of people. If you want to be a ruler over people and you want to call yourself with all these titles, at least send them their awrad, send them their zikr, send them what will bring a barakah and a rahmah upon their lives. To gather people together, make a website and pay your website fee so that it stays up and doesn't collapse. Every six months website's going down. Why? You can't, you can't come together enough? to propagate the message and the love of Sayyidina Muhammad it's so, it's so low on the priority. But if it's a business site it's up for years. Even the guy's not in the business he still pays the fee <laughs> to keep that website going. But in the way of Allah no way, after six months it's, it's a missing link. Means it, it is work to put these people together, put and that knowledge together, propagate that knowledge and live a life in which to propagate. But Allah said, they're going to feed you from what they love. But these three characteristics are eternal for us. That to be with them and to take a path with them of realities and they're going to feed you but they need you to be from the miskeen, from the yateem and the, the captive servant of Allah And they do that for the sake of wajallah. It says in the Qur'an, for the sake of Allah but it's much higher. These rijal, they do what they do for the holy face of Allah means they are above these realities of Islam, Iman, they are in the oceans of maqam al-ihsan. 
where Prophet described Maqam al Ihsan, all your worshipness as if you see Allah, Allah, that you are in the presence of the holy face of Allah. Whatever that may be, Allah has to reveal to that servant. They do all their amal for that. And they ask nothing and reward from anyone and they don't care if the people like it or don't like it. They don't do it for the satisfaction of people because people will alter your belief. So, oh no, no shaykh, let's do it like this, let's do it like that and every day that knowledge will change. They do it for the face of Allah to receive that barakah and that blessings and they don't charge a fee. So already if anyone says, no there's going to be a $40 fee to come into this lecture and I'm going to teach you, run from that. This not from these people who feed. They have no permission from Prophet to ever put a price on that knowledge that they got from Allah So that's already the first door out. So from these three categories Allah asking, you have to be miskeen to be with them. If we're talking about spiritual sustenance means to sit at their table, don't show any knowledge or anything that you think you know in their presence. Because we're not talking physical food where you have to be a starving person to sit and eat with them, we're talking the spiritual understanding. You want to take from their spiritual realities, Allah not the shaykh is telling you, Allah through His beloved messenger Sayyidina Muhammad is telling that if they want to feed you, you have to be a maskeen. Means come to them with nothing. No matter how much you think you know, you've been trained on a path, I know nothing, I know nothing, I know nothing. Why? So that the shaykh can continuously pour into your heart. But if a scholar sit with them, there's a big conflict because he knows a little bit and what he little he knows will block his heart and so say, oh, what hadith is this, we, we, prove this hadith for me, do like this, do like that and every knowledge will be blocked by just a little knowledge that that person has. Allah says, be miskeen in their presence. Say, I have nothing, even Allah give you all, all the loom of all the seven heavens in their presence, pretend like you know nothing. So we were trained to be miskeen, go everywhere as if nothing, I know nothing, I know nothing. Allah pour into your heart all realities. Second is be yateem, that come to them disattached. Yateem is the big secret. How you can follow them if you're attached to everything else? Everything wants to tell you what to do, everyone wants to be your shaykh. Even the one who says there is no shaykh, he's the shaykh of there is no shaykh and that's his… that's his his role in life to go around telling people there's no shaykh, that's a shaykh of no shaykhs. How to be yateen? That's why Sayyidina Yusuf they keep giving that example from Hajj, twelfth surah, twelfth month. Allah said, his father Sayyidina Yaqub a Prophet of Allah his brothers eleven Prophets of Allah none of them from what Allah wants, I have to take you, put you into a hole by yourself. What I want to give to you, the eleven and the one is not the same. Each one their own reality, I want to dress you with your own reality, I need to isolate you. So be, become yateem means you feel that you're cut off from everything. You're cut off from all the things that are influencing you in the incorrect direction. 
incorrect because what doesn't work for them why they want to apply it to you? When they don't have guidance for themselves and their life and their life is chaotic and upside down why they want to guide you? Their boat is sinking and they want to jump into your boat and sink that too. Because you don't find competing awliya, you don't find competing people who are common and perfected in their guidance trying to steal other people. This interference and causing to become yateem is that which not guiding itself, has not reached its reality, why is it trying to guide you? And that is everything around us. So khalwa dar anjuman means that I kept the path of being isolated but yet always amongst people. You can't be… you don't break your social ties. But my father kept saying, I'm going to make him a rahmati tariqah. <laughs> he's a wealthy doctor, he, he says, okay you followed these shaykhs long time, now I'm going to make him a rahmati tariqah. I said, it doesn't work that way, I'm Naqshbandi. I follow Naqshbandiya, my shaykh, I gave my life to my shaykh. Because they like what they see, they say, let's make it ourselves, it doesn't work that way. That you, you amongst them, you love them but my path is unique for me. I have a reality in which Allah want to bestow upon me and they want the firmness of my belief. They would teach me that the Prophet's hadith is that the, you are the imam of your house. Hey, could you imagine imam every day changes his direction, how you would confuse your house? Oh we pray this way, no, no we pray that way. Oh today this is allowed, no tomorrow that's not allowed. Imam has istiqam and firmness. The body, the soul is watching. The soul is watching your body, why you have no firmness? Every day you're changing your belief and changing your direction so our whole life is how to be firm because everything around wants to change my belief. Why you have to pray now? You really have to pray now? Why don't you postpone what you're praying right now? The Imam, I'm the Imam, I have to pray. You want to pray with me? Alhamdulillah you don't want to pray with me, I have to keep what I have to keep. If every, everything in our life comes to blow the Imam around, that's already a lost, lost life. Because everything comes to influence that imam and change it. So istiqam is a practice in our life. My shaykh taught me, you be firm in what you believe and you don't modify it left and right. Keep your firmness, Allah will test you. Don't matter where we went, I had to do my things, I have to do my prayer, I have to do my wazifa, I have to go sit with my shaykh, I have to go for my jummah. Why everybody want to get involved and send me in different directions and to do different things? So means this is the yateen that Allah says, I'm going to cut everything off, don't worry, I'm going to prune you. There's too many branches causing too much conflict, I make that all to go away. And then you find out all those friends they weren't necessary because they didn't add anything into the value of your life or to your path. And all those distractions were actual distractions on your path. All those material goods, many people lose their material goods. So all those goods, maybe they were distraction on your path of what Allah wants. So then this station of being yateem is very difficult. Everything gets cut off, everything becomes distant, nobody talking to you and you talking directly to your Lord alone. And that was Allah, that's what Allah wanted, I cut them all off from you. Don't be distracted by them, they're not going to guide you, I'm going to guide you. 
I want your full attention upon me so that you know whatever comes is coming directly from me. It's not coming from him and it's not coming from her. Then the belief and the istiqam of that imam, because imam can be man or woman. If she lives alone, she's imam of her house. She's not going to call some man to pray for her, she prays for herself. So it means the imam, his firmness in his belief, nothing changes him from left to right. Then Allah says, what the next category? That you came to their table as a miskeen, you declared yourself to be yateem, asiran, huh? What's the captive? Asr, asr, Slave, captive, it's not me, it's a shaykh's making these things up. Allah is describing, Allah is describing, so no cuckoo person can say this is shirk. Allah describing the character of what He wants. Come to their table with nothing, even you've given everything, come to their table as yateem, cut off from everything. The Ya Rabbi, I want to listen only, kunu ma sadiqeen. I have a taqwa and I'm going to keep the company of the sadiqeen and not left and right. And as a result Allah saying, come and sit with them like a captive. Why captive? Because captive has no opinion. A captive has… doesn't have to keep putting his two cents into everything or her two cents. If the opinion of your life didn't work for you, why you want to put it to the shaykh? You came to be a captive, to be sit there, do the wazifas, the awrah, do the zikr, Listen to the teachings, if it's too much for you to handle, be patient, Allah will open the heart to have an understanding. But in today's world everybody wants to give all their opinions and when you check them and their life is chaotic. It's not working for you, why well, you want to work it on to me? So it means that whole characteristic that, I'm Ya Rabbi I'm nothing, I'm, I'm a captive, then there was a dialogue with a, a servant walking with a king and the king was eating the grapes and giving to the servant, eating the grapes and giving to the servant. He asked the servant, what's your name? said, my name? said, you're a malik, you're a king, in your presence my name is whatever you call me. Understanding servanthood, before you try to be a servant to Allah they teach the characteristics of, of that reality upon this earth. That every desire, every ego that wants to show itself, bring it to be down. I'll take a path in which to be nothing. Hey whatever you want to call me is good. Why I have to have a name? Why do I have to have an understanding and a title? These three characteristics eat at the table of those whom feed for the sake of wajah Allah, is awliyaullah. And they give you from their soul knowledges that nobody has, no ears have heard, no eyes have seen, that continuously flowing new from the heart of Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu <laughs> Sidanan Nabi, Sidanan Nabi, Sidanan Nabi.